You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. can't even talk there it is are we on there it is that's what happens when you do a fucking windows update windows <clears throat> keeps fucking us left and right with this shit it's all good at least somebody's getting it welcome to episode <laughs> 76 of psychotic and iconic Paul's here along with my co-host nick theories mikey p and philly phil thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight if you haven't done so already please go ahead and share it thank you to everybody that likes follows and subscribes to all of our platforms mikey p start us off we got a packed show tonight, guys. I'll pack it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> wow, actually, Major Falls there too. All right, yeah, all right. Excuse real. me. So we're gonna get right into everything right away. Um, all right, episode seventy-six. That's right, episode seventy-six. Remember that number. P and I episode seventy-six is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up today using the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, we're live right now on the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Be sure to go over there. Check us out. Subscribe to our show. You will not regret it. Okay? Otherwise, see this, uh, Phil, you might want to put on the middle camera. See this right here? It's card season. We love opening boxes here. All right. Facts. So we're filming something it. special for Facts. you guys. Right after this show, we are opening these boxes. We got football. We got basketball. Hopefully we get some great pulls. All right. Looking forward to <coughs> box wars. And that's all three of us are participating. So you're in luck. It's going to be a lot of fun. Fellas, episode 76. Mm. Stands for 76ers. Let's go to the Sixers and let's get riled up right now. And then, you know, you know what, Phil? I can't even hear this, so I don't want to hear this shit right now. Put on NBA TNT because you're frustrated. This is, 
There's no celebrating here. Someone who's frustrated. Yeah, you're. Yeah, there we go. I need some angry. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, we don't play. Here come the Sixers here right now. The Sixers have lost two in a row. What the fuck? No gentleman sweep. No sweep. Okay. The Sixers are going to fucking Toronto tomorrow during the fucking NFL draft. Thank you so much for ruining our Thursday and the first round of the draft. The Sixers play tomorrow, 7 p.m. in Toronto. Oh, man. It's getting dicey, fellas. It's getting dicey. Yes. By the way, uh, our NFL draft special is coming up right after this. You do not want to miss it. We got all sorts of bets and predictions for you, and we are well prepared for this. All right? We got Eagles stuff, too. All right? Go ahead, Nick. What were you going to say? You guys panicking? No. You worried? No. You're worried? No, I'm not. I could tell by your reaction you're worried. You're worried, too? I'm not worried. No, but here's the thing, Nick. It should be. Why? Here's the thing. Because they're not. They're I know that Sixers fans are literally, Phil, hit that alarm. Because that's what's going on here. Sixers fans are losing it. They already are convinced that we're done. We're going to make history <laughs> in a bad way. I don't understand. Like, we won three in a row. We're going to win the finals. We lose two in a row. We suck. I Like I said, basketball is a roller coaster of emotions. I've said this last week. This is exact, And I apologize, too, because we'll talk about that later. But I made a prediction last week that I, I deeply yeah. regret. <laughs> And we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But the, again, I fell victim to the emotional roller coaster. It That's wasn't a bad theory, though. It no, wasn't no, bad. No, they're, they're a year away. Not for nothing, though, Nick. You're, you had yeah. there was logic behind that. That wasn't like some bullshit ass prediction. It was wrong. Nick no, said the, bulls, just, the bulls will. You know, it was disrespectful. They, they are the reigning champs. I disrespected them to get knocked out in the first round. Are by you the Bulls. apologizing to them? Yeah, I gotta apologize. Right, I gotta keep it a buck to the Give bucks. Give a pat on the back for I me. Apologize. That's, actually, that's really respectful. I apologize. I was wrong. I said Chicago was gonna win in six. They're gonna lose in six. Yeah, <laughs> they're, losing right, they're losing by sixteen right now in yeah. the first quarter. They're cooked. But anyway, let's get let's get back on topic with the Sixers. Like, I gotta be honest with you, man. I think they're feeling the heat. I feel like they deserve to feel the heat. I know Doc Rivers is feeling the fucking heat with he his blown three one so. leads. Hell yeah, he blew a three one lead. He's got the most in history, and now he was up three zero, and now it, it's looking like Toronto is literally has the momentum, and they're going home. If they win, if Toronto wins Game Six, bruh, oh. they got all the momentum. And the Sixers' confidence is completely shot the fuck down. If the if the if the Raptors win Game Six, it's okay because they'll just lose in seven instead of six. <laughs> and that's really what's going to happen. I agree with you, Mike. But still, I hate that we have to sweat this out. I hate it. Look, I just want to watch the draft and enjoy what I see there. Let the Eagles ruin my night, if anything. That's fair. But look, <laughs> here's the thing: the the Sixers need need some adversity. If they, they do. If and when they win this series, this will only help them because they're going to be going up against a battle test of Miami who just wiped the floor with Atlanta, and they'll be okay. Would we like to get the rest because Embiid's hand? Of course. Mm -hmm. But Embiid's hand is messing us up a little bit. And I thought of something last night with Harden's play or lack thereof. Oh, I can't wait to hear this because I got, I got something for you too. I'm being really serious when I say He's this. washed. I don't give a fuck. I'll say he's washed. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I don't think no, 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 no. Keep it a fucking thousand. He's not, No, it's not that. Bro. Go ahead. Tell, tell us. Harden is affected 
more than anyone in the NBA by the rule change. Harden's numbers are right on par with somebody that shoots less free throws than what he did a year ago because he's still averaging 22, 10, and 8. So if you add in another 10 free throws on the bullshit layups, his averages go to 32, and that's where the drop-off is. The only thing that I do see, he he is lacking a little bit of explosiveness, and he needs to get more aggressive. Here, I'll, I'll tell you right now, the rule change didn't affect somebody like Trey Young, right? We, we thought that was going to kill him, really. Okay? The difference between Trey Young, who just lost, by the way, so may not be Tobacco's. too relevant, but still. Um, he was supposed the to difference, win. though, between him and James Harden is no, James Harden was asked to change his game. And I'm not, I'm not solely going to blame Doc here, okay? James Harden needs to attack the same advice he gives to Tyrese Maxey, he needs to take for himself. I am sick and tired. I think I think the Raptors have completely adjusted to what the Sixers are doing. Doc has had no answer, so we'll shit on him in a second. All right? But James Harden, it's the same fucking play they run. They they run up the court, and James Harden's face up with a defender, and it's cross-cross. Oh, I'm going to take my step back three, or I'm going to pass it off. That's it. It's the same fucking thing. Nah, fuck that. I, it's the same thing. He needs to attack. Nah, fuck that. He needs that. to I'm go to the rim. Look, like you said, he brings the ball up. He does his dribble. But when he brings the ball up, he's fucking lethargic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bring some fucking pep in step. You're in the fucking playoffs, right? You wanted to go to a team and be traded to a team to a championship to win a championship. What the fuck you lollygagging for? That's Come what on, I meant. man. What are we talking? No, we gotta that's keep it was- a fucking thousand. This guy is shooting 37.3 percent from the field. He's the second worst shooter on the Sixers right now, next to Danny Green. He he stinks. And he I, is sticking saw... it up in the fucking biggest moments when they need him, especially when Joel Embiid has a torn ligament in his thumb. You got to step up, bro. 37%. What the fuck are we talking about? He needs to go back to being the killer that he once was. I don't give a fuck. I, listen, I love the playmaking ability, and I love the fact that we have somebody, and I, w- I was all aboard having James Harden here. Like, the the alternative, look at look at the alternative. That man may never play basketball again. Ben Simmons, okay? So look at the alternative. But they now have to adjust, okay? James Harden, the playmaker, is not winning games right now. (laughs) Hmm. Theories need to chill, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) God, I'm just passionate, man. Fuck that. No, but you're right, Nick. There's one play I specifically remember. It almost felt like a Simmons kind of thing. I think it was the third quarter. James Harden gets by a defender. He has a clear layup. Uh, the two the two defenders under the rim did That's not come out to him. And he dishes it out to the right. And actually, it might have been uh, Danny Green might have airballed that shot. Regular. If not, he just missed it. Stink. And he, he had a decent game, but Chill. there was like there was multiple. Danny Green? Danny Green is the was... only reason we even had a chance to win game five. Fam. There was multiple shots, though. I don't though. think he's good. There were multiple shots where he needed to, to sink them. He's shooting 32%. You think and I, I'm all for having him, too. Is that reliable? 32%? Is that reliable? I'm asking. Because I, it, hold on. If we're going to get on James Harden for shooting 37%, we got to get on Danny Green for shooting 32 I didn't get on him for shooting 37%. i am shoot, I'm getting on him. Fuck right. that. Right. It's a fucking playoff. You want a vet like Danny Green who's won multiple championships in a closeout game. Nah, hell he no. came to play. Give me fucking George Niang, cuz. That motherfucker's well, balling. No, he well, just mean. Say time out. He's balling. I don't care. I can't. I can't watch him on the defensive end, though. 
I love George in the A. That's I, I do too, but he, I, I, he gets killed on defense. He, he gets defense. absolutely killed. And it's fine. But look, the thing is, is like, okay, we lost two games in a row. We beat Toronto three games in a row. We have to win one more out of the next uh -huh. two. It's, so, it's hard to beat a team two times in a row in a series. It's going to be hard. It's, there's a reason so here, nobody's ever done four before. Question for you, and this is, this is for you, Tom, because I see Tom is asking if we think the series is over. We're giving, no. off, we're giving off a tone where the sky is falling, and it's not falling, okay? Let me reassure you, Tom. I actually think, I think that the Sixers come out, and I think that they win in Toronto, Game 100%. 6. I actually do think that they're oh, going to win this game. guaranteed shit. And it's not going to be an easy game. This is a character game. This is me This is me trusting Embiid to come out there, regardless of injury, and just fucking own it from start to finish. Because Embiid also, mind you, Embiid had an awful defensive game. Like, speaking of lethargic, he was awful on the defensive side of the ball last game. Mm -hmm. He was awful. And that's that's like, you know, I, I hope he's not tired. He's not but tired. But like... He's hurt. He seemed like he wasn't engaged on one end. And that's concerning. That's all. Well, um, not for nothing. If I had a torn ligament in my thong, I'm not fucking... I, you gotta. That's a tough. Injury. You gotta defend. Like you gotta put your hands up. You gotta catch the ball. You gotta to defend that. the rim. And there were multiple like, times I saw him get hit like this. I was just gonna say uh, it was thumb. on a replay. Like think about playing basketball with a torn ligament, like in yeah. your in your thumb. Like that's not a fucking fluke injury. That 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 literally like is is vital. You need your thumb. on a shooting hand yeah. too. <laughs> like I, I like I, I it definitely is affecting them. So yeah, like, of course. But that's where you got other superstars that need to step the fuck up. That's what I'm talking about. You can't you can't be shooting 37% and lollygagging all over the fucking floor. He'll be alright. Like he has no juice, bro. And look, like there were there were so many times in the last two games where I mean, I thought I thought Embiid kind of got rid of the ball too soon when the double team came over, but that said, he still found the open guy most of the time and the open guy missed the shot. That's kind of how it appeared from and, my eyes. And also, if they sink those shots, we're not talking about anything right now. Yeah. And, and I, I want to see Tyrese Maxey attack too. Mm -hmm. I think he's kind of Calm down a little bit. I, I don't want to say, like, he's cooled off. I just think that – I think they all need to attack more. You have to adjust to what the Raptors have done. They are now beating you. Uh, they're beating your offense. The Raptors' defense has been locked down. Let's just say – let's call what it is. They've been locked down the last two games. Yeah, and we're missing shots on top of that. They shot 52%. I don't know if they'll keep it up. No. But, like – and the thing the is – The Sixers too. need to also be engaged on defense. They were not good. And Matisse Dybul was fucking terrible – for a guy that had a layoff and you think he comes back with some energy, I mean, he was fucking terrible in that game. We've talked about this with Matisse Thibel. This is why I said that I would rather have Seth Curry. And to me, Matisse Thibel is the same player as Ben Simmons. I would have rather kept both of them. It's I, Did we have to give them up? No, I don't know. I, That's I don't a thing. Know. I don't know. We, but we gave up an awful lot. Matisse Thibel, though, A, he, his confidence is gone. Because you could tell. Because there was yes. one where Tyrese Maxey passed it to him in the corner and he threw it back for no reason. That was like Ben Simmons-esque. And you can't have that because, again, it's turning into a four-on-five. I know he's an elite defender. He averages like two steals a game, which is incredible coming off the bench. But you need to have some offensive game, period. And here's the thing. Embiid, after the game, said he needs Harden to step up and be more aggressive and score the basketball. I believe that Harden will take that as it is, and I believe he'll come out and be more aggressive. So, to me, it's like I trust Harden in those moments. He's a guy who's been there. He's been to the Western Conference Finals. He's been there before. He, now there are like have like I been concerned? Have I been concerned? That was six years ago. That's a long time. <laughs> better late than never. That's a <laughs> but never late is better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway.
So I think it's going to be fine. Like to me, win or lose tomorrow, which I'm guaranteeing a win. It's already over. We are fine. We're going to win. We're going to play Miami. We're going to bust Miami wide open in six. And this will all be forgotten. I mean, you talking hell of shit, man. <laughs> the Heat ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, they're not. They're just going to get Alston in six. Listen, here, here, and I, that's, that was my I pick. I hope you're right. I have, I have, <laughs> my original pick was Sixers and six in this series. I didn't think it would play out like this. I think I thought it was going to be like, all right, neck and neck and they pull away kind of thing. So it's been kind of weird. Okay. But anyway, I have Sixers and six over the heat. I'm still sticking with that. But if they come out and play like they did the last two games, they're going to get behind early in that series. We're going to come out it with was, It was also, it was just more like a, it was a heart thing too. Toronto wanted more. They did. Yeah, but but now, understand. but the pressure's have home court. The pressure's oh. kind of even on... I worry about the pressure's kind of even on both sides now, though, because now the Sixers are forced to wake the fuck up. They know that they're they're an embarrassment right now. And when I'm embarrassed, I'm going to show up and make sure I fucking wipe the floors with the other team in the next game. So I think that they'll respond. We'll be fine. But it's it's going to be a war. Both teams need this. And actually, I think, <laughs> call me crazy. I was talking to a Raptors fan about this. I think... The Raptors will be better off if Fred Van Vliet does not play tomorrow. And he's doubtful currently. But I think that they looked a lot better on the defensive side of the ball when he was gone. They had a lot of length, and they was giving the Sixers issues. So, look, I'm, sorry, I'm not saying I the think, I think the, the Raptors will be better off if Van Vliet does not play. I'm not the saying, Raptors are better in this series because Doc Rivers is just attacking him on every basket. So I want him to come back. I, I do too. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually saying like the Raptors have a better chance if he sits because yeah. they had more length on the defensive side and it gave the Sixers a lot of issues. And now we don't have Matisse Thibault tomorrow. And I, I'm sorry. I'm not. I, I don't really give a fuck. Actually, I'm happy. I'm happy because I, I think he screws us up. I think he needs he a, fresh, away from he needs our a fresh start. He needs a fresh start. He takes away from our scoring. And when you come out and you're flat after you just had a couple of days off like that and you got your head down and you're airballing wide open threes. Yeah, that's not okay. I mean, man, and of course it's going to get in his head. You're airballing wide open threes. You can't, you yeah, can't do that. Right so now, this, this this series is a so watch Danny for him. Danny Green's been there on one. Multiple threes he's fucking airballed. He's the only reason we were in game five. Shooting 32%. Doesn't. What did he do last game? 32%. What did he do last game? 32%. That's all. I'm last going game. for the body of work and the whole... Fuck the, whole the body point. of work. What have you done for me 32%. Lately? Last game And the crazy lost. part is, is last game... <laughs> and we were only he, in it because he, of Green. He had a good game last but game. But still lost. And still... Could, he could have shot 75% last game. I saw him miss so many open shots, but he still shot over 50% for the game. And beyond the, beyond the arc, he was like, uh, what, was 5, 6 of 13, maybe? The numbers were good, except... There were crucial moments he could have like literally changed the entire game with a couple of these open threes. Thirty-two percent. Facts. That might, that might have to be the uh, episode name. Thirty-two percent. I mean, write that down, Phil. Come on, bro. Thirty-two. I'm with you, but like you can't defend that, bro. Like you cannot I'm not defending def it. Like I get he's been there before, cool. Yep. But man, you're shooting thirty-two. Your best player is fucking hurt, man. You all need to step the fuck up. He did I, step I, up. I'm though. not saying the Sixers are going to lose. The series. What I'm saying is they better be fucking careful because yeah. Toronto ain't fucking around. They had nothing to lose. They need to they show up. They were down three nothing. They are playing with no pressure. They, they were supposed to lose and get swept. Now that they're back in it, they have nothing. They have nothing to lose. Yeah, they need. The to, Sixers have everything to lose. They, they need to show up. I'll tell you what Toronto has. To they lose need to show up. Because the Sixers traded for Harden, they were up 3-0. 
Doc was he 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 he's very known for blowing three one leads. Now he might blow a three zero lead. There's a lot of pressure on the Sixers, Ow. and that's what I believe. We go. right. That that is what's going on right now, and we'll, we're gonna we're gonna find out more about the Sixers team tomorrow night when they when they play. It's Raptors a character game Toronto. for real. Tomorrow night, if, if they don't show up, Nick, absolutely, I will be lighting them the fuck up before Game Seven. I, I don't care if it's an emergency pod. <laughs> I, oh, they well, are well. they are not listen. If, I didn't say they were going to no, lose. I know, I, I know. No, that. no, I didn't say you. I didn't say you said that. I'm saying if they lose, though, oh, you're not going to want to hear from me. You're not going to want to hear it because luckily we're Doc, not going to have to hear from Doc you is not getting off the fucking hook. Even if they lose this game, I'll give you the hook. I got. My <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, just took me aback. Oh my God. <laughs> time out time out oh my god <laughs> i'm sorry i just had to throw it in there thought it was appropriate you got me you got me um i think that's a good chance to segue but i am going to say this i think it's interesting that jay wright just said the other day i know that he's interested in coming to the nba you never know if they had like a handshake little behind the scenes thing or i actually wouldn't want him I would want him. I don't. You're crazy. I, I, I just. I think he'd be very successful. I know. I just. I don't. It, it don't, I don't matter right now. Though. I know. I just. <laughs> we can. We can wait. But uh, that was interesting. It was. That he threw that out that. there. I know. I, I, I gotta. I gotta ask this because it's really like I, I thought about this. Go ahead. If the Sixers do lose this series, what do you do with James Harden? Because honestly, he ain't the answer that oh, you were looking for. He's got a player option, right? Yeah. Oh, do you want to save this? We could tap. We could tab it. Because Let's I think you want to know why, Nick. That's a good question. Because I think the question still applies, unless they win the championship. The question applies. Uh, I mean, look, I think it does. He's going. He's got a player option. I think he'll opt in regardless because he's going to want his money. Now I think so. It but, was. It was looking. You know. I mean, however, the it's looking like he probably will have to now. Oh my God! Of course. But like, at the end of the day, dude. Either way, even if he opted out and we lost him. Ben still got rid of the max contract. Ben was never playing again. You freed up the money, and you basically traded Harden for Seth and uh, Drummond. Because and I, Drummond already said he would be interested in coming back. Yeah, and he is coming back. So because I think he really, I think he really liked us. It's funny how him, him and Embiid are boys after <laughs> that little robbery. There's always something with uh, the Sixers with injuries, man. Especially yeah. in the, in the cr- crucial moments, you finally have Joel Embiid all year. They're hexed. Then he's fucking. Then he. Then he. You know, he has a torn ligament in his thumb, and it's just like. And it's just the same old story, man. It just sucks, dude. It, it, it really sucks does. for Embiid. Yo. It does, man, because he he he's he's been great all year, man. I mean, like, what are we gonna say about him? It sucks, man. He's been awesome, man. It, it sucks. Sad. It's an, and he's gonna get epically snubbed for MVP. And Tom, oh uh, yeah, all I right. Think you just sweep. answered that. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Tom, he needs surgery. surgery. Yeah. To so, be honest, they sweep if he don't fuck his thumb up. Uh, I stand by that. Probably five. I w- I'll probably say five, but because I I give Toronto credit, man. They they are fucking resilient team, man. They really are, man. Like, they don't have that, like, superstar per se. They got Pascal Siakam. He's been fucking balling straight up. He has been playing he's well. Been, he's been really good. And, hey, man, he's stepping up in the playoffs, and he's giving his team a chance to win. I respect it. And that's what we got to do as 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 a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got Maxi, You got fucking Tobias. You got Harden. You got an injured Embiid. You got to step up, man. Time that's to step just what up. it is. That's, yeah. that's it for tomorrow. Step up and don't make the fucking draft miserable. Um, you know, because it's right before the draft. So don't make us miserable going into the draft. Fast. Please. Fast. All right, this is a good segue 
to the remaining NBA series that are close, okay? We're going to make predictions, and I'm going to save the best one for last, okay? Is that okay with you guys? What's up? I'm going to save the best one for last, the yeah. best series for last, yeah. because I think we might talk about it a little bit more, even if it's just a few minutes extra, whatever. Um, first one, the Suns have now taken a 3-2 lead. They won 112-97 last night in Phoenix. It's going back to New Orleans. What are you guys thinking? Um, is it over or is it going seven? Uh, Who's winning the series? It's Suns and six. However, so? yeah, but I think because I think because I believe in Chris Paul. But for me, Brandon Ingram is a rising star if he's not already a star because he's really good. And I think he's coming onto the scene very similar to how Jason Tatum did in his uh, developmental. He's just a little bit later. And he's a killer. Yes. He's hungry. And I think that Willie Green is the next star coach. Him and uh, Udoka. He's Willie Green is awesome. I've been saying it, but I think they're a year ahead. I think what he did after the All-Star break was just unbelievable with the team. Next year, if Zion Williamson comes back and he's anything of what he what he, he thought, then you know maybe they'll, they'll be. He might better. reconsider now. Yeah, and CJ Collins been great, but I still I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna say it's over tomorrow night. Fam, Zion is the fuck out of there, bro. Straight up. I don't even care about him. I don't, I don't even care to talk about him. Fuck it. Yeah. You want to know why? Because I, just I like I what I'm seeing from their unit right now. That team is resilient, young, hungry, okay? I don't, uh, Tom, I mean, Tom's got Pels and Sevens. Not oh. bad, bro. That's that's really not. That's not outrageous. I can't, I can't do it. I'm saying the Suns win the series, and I'm thinking it's in six as well. Um, it kills me, by the way, to watch Mikhail Bridges do what he's doing right now. It Every just night. kills me. Every night. That's the answer to all the problems. You get him in, instead of Thibel, essentially. You could probably argue he's a top top seven two way player. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna off the top of my head. I'm okay with it. He's you know he's good man. Um, he's I, so I'm not gonna good. say that, but I'm I'm okay with you saying it. Yeah, he's so good, bro. Thirty one and five last night. Lockdown defense. And by the way, us here at P and I, we were saying DeAndre Ayton. Time to show you what you can do. He just went out there and earned his contract. He, he's Suns fucked up. Fucking, yeah. They should have paid his ass. He's legit. We all said it here. We were saying DeAndre Ayton's got to step up. Love him. Man, he looks good. He's a beast. He looks good. He's he's doing exactly what he had to do. So, Nick, who do you, who do you got in the series? Oh, I got to have the Suns. I had them winning at all. Six. <laughs> Six or seven, though. Six I got them in seven. Seven? Yeah. And that's I, respect, I think, though. I think that's a good thing, too, because I think it gives D-Book some time to heal a little bit. I, one of us, I think you might have said that too. Probably you Nick. want the series to go longer because you want Devin Booker right, to get you know the rest. What? He yeah, comes I back. back. I don't even remember. It might have been both of you, actually. Um, also, we have the Mavs and Jazz. That series over, bro. It's over? Oh, yeah. Jazz I some think dog so shit. I think so, too. They fucking cleaned up last bro the jazz they always do this every single so it's over year, it's right? over in schedule it's hey, over in six though right they are the same oh, hell yeah. fucking team year in and year out they have a good ass regular season they get into the playoffs and they're done they're, it's just it's corny it's crazy yeah stay focused <laughs> uh, czar i want you to clarify your comment who you know who you're talking about specifically <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> film scar is fucking crazy. Let's no, fucking, yo, let's stay focused. Yeah, I, I, let's stay no, focused. No, let's stay focused. Let's, let's, let's talk about Luca balling the fuck out. I mean, this guy is coming off injury. Let's talk about and it. He is going 
fucking bananas, bro. He literally might be the best player in the NBA. It's, Seriously, he, he might be the best player. It's fair. Well, you got Patty Mahomes pulling up to Dallas to go watch Luka play. That's respect, bro. For real. That's major respect. That's major, bro. He, he was had the a only one, dude. and he ain't got shit to do. Yeah, it's fat. He's going to have an, an, another, another one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's going to be even longer because he's not getting into January. <laughs> no, <laughs> anyway. we, we, I can't do that yet. <laughs> uh, we got our answer. Anyway, so yeah. No, Luca. Luca's uh, <laughs> the shit. Um, I think somebody said, I think he goes by the name of Pauls, said that he could see the Mavericks going all the way. I had them losing because I thought he was hurt. So. That was you? I thought it was Nick. I, I thought well, Nick said I Dallas said, could go far. Yeah, I did. I think we all this said that they could, a while but back. you had, you had them for a while. I said they weren't. They didn't have a deep enough team. I said it reminds me of the 07 Cavaliers. Yeah, standout triple double now. stud with a, a a mediocre squad around them, and he's just elevating them. To be up 30 on the Jazz when you have a legitimate star in Donovan Mitchell, a defensive player of the year candidate in Rudy Gobert, it's just it's unbelievable. I mean, Jalen Brunson's going to get paid too. Yeah, Luka Doncic. <laughs> controls a game <laughs> yo he's nasty yo I, the reason I can't like him by the way his father went to Temple and he totally snubbed Temple to go to Villanova I'm over it now but um I just oh, you I, know I, that don't bother me if, uh, if, mean, they, if the man balls but look I salute, I'm happy for bro. the guy this guess guy what he's getting paid he's getting paid yeah he's uh, getting paid Luca is just he's he's, he's arguably the best player in the NBA he he controls a game like like LeBron does. It's it's back in back in LeBron's days. He controls a game like that. Pace, the scoring, everything. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, man. Where do you see my Nets comments? By the way, you're gonna love what I say about LeBron. You're gonna. I, I'm serious. I'm I'm serious. You're Looking gonna love it. I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic. Oh, I got a lot of shit to say. I'm not that. being sarcastic. All right. We're saving our Nets segment for Monday. But I'm telling you right now, you're going to love it, Mike. I'm not being sarcastic. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I promise. You're going to love me after this, okay? Last but not least, the best series so far, without question, right? Grizzlies, Timberwolves, two-point game last night. Ja seals the deal. I I tried to shove him, bro. I tried to fucking tell you, Yeah, shove him. This dude is fucking... (laughs) An assassin, bro. I tried was, to fucking dunk you motherfuckers, man. This guy is, yo. No, I was him. I was with you. An assassin, <laughs> dude. I mean, let's be a thousand. Timberwolf should be getting ready for the Warriors. Why? They should have won the series 4 1. Well, they didn't. They didn't. But they <laughs> had Brazilian two. bunch over in Memphis. Nah, they're young. Wait, they're do you, young. what do you think happens, though, for real? I still got, I got Memphis. I have Timberwolves on seven. Still? Yeah. I had them. I had Memphis in. I think I changed it to seven. Actually, I think I did. I I can still see that. That's just how it's been this series. <laughs> yeah. Memphis in seven. Fuck it. Yo, you know what the funny thing is? So the game last night it was fucking crazy. I was watching the end of it. It was awesome. And I saw Ja right. <laughs> I hopped on Twitter. I saw Powell's tweet. He said Ant Man is him, right, or something like that. Ant Man. Dot dot dot. Him. Him. <laughs> I was fucking, period and all. I was fucking cracking up, and, it, and this was like a little bit before the game ended too. It was right when he no. It was <laughs> I, it was when he made the game tying three. Because yeah, I was yeah. like, holy shit! Like to be a second year player and make that shot already is big time on the road. Because he loves Anthony Edwards. I'm a jaw guy. Yeah. So I love both of them. When, I, when I saw that, <laughs> I started that? fucking cracking up because it yeah. was like he almost jinxed him in a way. You know what I mean? I did. Yeah. 
It was like when I was shit on Jalen Rieger and he came in and made a one-handed catch and fucking practice. <laughs> we should have sold him right there. I know. For <laughs> so real. High. So high. We should have yeah, sold him after his first nah. catch as a pro. Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards and John Morant are two of the brightest young stars in the NBA. I wanted to go seven and I don't, be honest, I don't even care who wins because I just wanted to go seven because this has been one of the most fun series I've ever watched. And literally, though, the Timberwolves could really have won this 4-1. It the leads are blowing. They're up 12 with six minutes left. Up Youth 20, and turnovers. Up 21 and up 23 in the same game and lose that game. It's just crazy to me. But it is what it is. It's no big deal. Yeah, I like John I Moran, mean, so it's no, it's not, it's not an issue for me. Yeah, no. The Grizzlies still took care of business, however you put it. You know? And that layup he made, the the acrobatic, like, the athleticism for him to go around that defender with his off hand. I think the momentum shit. shifted after that dunk, and you know exactly which one. Oh my 100%. god. That was fucking it was, poster, bro. Minute, it was the three, the three from John Morant set up that dunk. That was the exact moment that I felt the switch was the three that John Morant made. That's a good point. That's exactly when it switched. Then once that dunk came, that was it. Bro, he had his fucking balls on this dude's <laughs> nose. He had his fucking ball sack hanging on the top of his fucking nose. <laughs> He was sniffing the scent of his taint. Scent. That's wow. how fucking crazy that dunk was. Straight up. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm dead, I'm dead ass. That's how I felt. That's what I saw. And that's what happened. Be and it, guess what? Yeah. It's, it's completely accurate. It's fast. <laughs> yeah. I just said it in a rated R way. But I don't care. Looking to see where you capping. You're not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Go ahead. Mike, you do it too. <laughs> oh, yeah. on the screen. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, no, you're looking to see where I'm capping. Yeah, that shit was crazy. That was a great dunk. That was like that was dunk of the year. Unbelievable. Well, I, I hope that's cap. What? This game? Um, <laughs> game? Yeah, it had it had. No, nah, that's 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 dunk of the year, bro. <laughs> it had to be. <laughs> um, that's facts. Game seven is when if if it goes to seven. Tom asked me, "What do you think that stench was like?" Mm. Oh, I don't I don't want to know, bro. Zar said, "Nick's ass." <laughs> Who? Zar. Stay focused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Move on. Ready to go? Yep. NFL draft. Philly Phil. Hit it. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. We promised you an NFL draft special. We will deliver. Okay. We got all sorts of bets. All sorts of shit going on. We're going to give you an Eagles angle. And um, this is kind of, I mean, take out your pen and paper. All right? I think like this could go all over the place. Right? Mm -hmm. It could go really quickly. I have no idea. We'll see where the conversation goes. All right? All sorts of stuff. All right? So let's begin I'm a freak. with the opening pick of the draft. Because suddenly, that seems to be in question. Is it? And mm -hmm. I'll give you the odds. Who's getting picked first? Trayvon Walker is minus 190. Ada Hutchinson plus 225. Ika McWanu plus 450. And then it goes crazy after that. Doug Peterson of the Jags, you're on the clock. Who's getting picked, guys? Who are you betting on? I if am, you had to, of if, course. Yeah, I'm not yeah. betting on this. Me neither. I am <laughs> I'm actually rolling with Icky Equanu. Oh my god. I, I'm really I've been leaning towards that. I think Just Dougie, a total surprise. I think Dougie P is gonna want to put somebody in front of Trevor Lawrence. Pulls. <laughs> actually the odds shifted. It's Walker's now minus three hundred. 
Oh, wow. Jesus. Oh, That's overwhelming. Really? Yeah. Well, they said that they had a disagreement between Walker and Hutchinson. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they were leaning Walker over Hutchinson. But I think if, if you're Doug Peterson right now, what do you got to do? You got to go and surround your quarterback with protection. They signed Cam Robinson. What, today? It was today. Three-year deal on the eve you of the draft. Protection? Yeah, always. <laughs> you got to be. You have to be, bro. <laughs> Extra thin, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ripped. Yeah. You got to want to feel closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or the icy hot. Hey, nah, hell no. <laughs> hell no, bro. Hell fucking no. Let's stay focused. My number one overall. Hey, look. <clears throat> I'll say this. If the Jags keep it, because I actually think the Jags could trade out. And I think they can move back a couple of spots and gain some draft capital because I actually think there's a couple <clears throat> linemen in there that they that would be suitable or fall to them at that at that spot. So possibly if they fell to five, four, one of them spots. But if they keep it, which most likely they will, I think they're taking um, Neil. Evan Neal. Wow. Yeah. Nick Theories is saying Evan Neal plus 2,500. Regular. Yeah. 2,500. Yo, sprinkle the fucking. Yo, why not? Look, you need offensive line, that right? That is Theories to a T. You need offensive line. Nick Theories. He's the number one offensive lineman in the draft in position rankings. And he's from Alabama. You, He's well coached. So my thing is, I think it's a great fit. His theories, baby. And. Why not? At, tw at plus 2,500, I mean, why the fuck not? You put $10 on that shit, what do you get? 250 I mean, Scream. it's fucking worth it. You got a point. I like, mean, my, like, the other guy's good too. But I'm going off of the guy being coached. He was in a program that was professionally, that's kind of, that kind of mocks the professionalism in the NFL. Is And that's Alabama, just like Ohio State and other, and other, um, colleges but that's my guy evan neal number one overall wow and who knows if if the jacks feel like he's he's he could fall to four and we're gonna take him anyway why don't you, you collect picks and fucking select him at four great theory there you go theory? wow that, that is a that steps. is a nick theory right there that's me i'll leave it on the steps steps <laughs> oh man well the, the crazy thing is all three of us are saying they're taking an offensive tackle which right now Hardly anybody's saying. It doesn't make any sense to take a fucking D lineman that early because, like, you had you you drafted Trevor Lawrence number one overall last gotta year. Got to protect. If him. he's your franchise guy, you got to protect him. My only question is, do they go away from it because they're concerned if one of these guys they draft or Robinson, let's say, can't move to the right side? That would be the only reason why I would think maybe they don't do it. If they go defense, though, it's going to be Walker. I think. I actually think Walker could wind up slipping a few picks. And by the way, Nick, if they make a trade there, I'll be fucking stunned. That's uh, that's another Nick theory. But, no, but the, I the, think the Lions, though, at two, are a possible trade. Right there. I, I think there's a really good chance at it. Who? I think the Lions could trade number two. Especially if Hutchinson's there. I mean, I I don't know, man. It's not going to be a quarterback, though. Well, I here's promise a, you that. Here's the thing. Anyone that was thrown at out. It's not going to be a quarterback. The, this year, their number one overall draft pick, the price of it is not as high. So, if the Jags were to move back, what would they get in return? That would be the biggest issue if they were to trade. Because 
usually when you have top flight quarterbacks or franchise altering quarterbacks in the draft, you know, and according to a lot of experts and people that study the game. Experts, fuck out of here. I'm just saying, like, the the college (laughs) football experts and shit like that. Like, my thing is, the price of this year's pick is a little bit deflated, in my opinion. Because if you were to get a quarterback, you got to pay the piper, bro. Facts. This year, the best player in the draft is possibly a defensive lineman, uh, an offensive lineman. Like, you're not going to pony up for that kind of player or position because you can get an offensive lineman in the second round or later rounds. Yeah. I want rounds. Yeah, the cost, you know the I mean? cost like, might be more reasonable. <laughs> the cost might be more reasonable. Um, I guess we're going to find out. But guys, it's theories, baby. Come on, man. You're, you're already You're getting us started right, right in the beginning. Damn. Um, let me tell you this, though, okay? I think that we got to cover quarterbacks next because um, Nick kind of gave us the layup there with the, you know, yep. he gave us the transition. Quarterbacks, <clears throat> all right? I want to know first how many first-round QBs you guys are thinking. The over-under right now is two and a half, okay? And then we'll kind of break it down further where they're going. There's there's uh, six big-name quarterbacks keyword big name i don't think they're any good but the the key yeah the key you know the key quarterbacks in the draft there's six of them i'll ask you that next though um how many are going though it's over under two and a half what's your prediction i'm gonna say over i'm saying over i'm saying three four and i've been going back and forth by the way i I think it's at least three when we get into what we're about to talk about i'll explain Uh a little bit more but at first, I didn't think it was going to be that heavy. And then the more I actually thought about it and like kind of made sense of it in my own way, I still think that teams are going to be like horny for quarterbacks. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, and my thing is, is that that's just kind of what it is. Every teams that don't have them are desperate for them. And now with all the quarterbacks that made moves, there are there's a lot of quarterback needy teams, even though some teams are already set in stone. So I, I, I'm saying over with four. Nick? I got over, and I think it's going to be three. Um, Me too. And it, it just – there is quarterbacks – like, look, if, if, if they fall to the, to the second round, the teams are going to, that are in the back end of the draft are going to have to move up to acquire them. Fact. Because yes. there could be a possible, you know, scenario where a team just takes a second-round quarterback like the Eagles did. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a backup, you, know, you never know. Lamar Jackson. The other interesting wrinkle, like the command. Lamar Jackson is a good example. The There's, at, obviously, if if you like a quarterback enough here, and you think you're going to take him early in the second round anyway, you could easily justify moving back into the first round and get that fifth round, uh, fifth year option. It's strategic. So oh, yeah, that that's is interesting. Point, that's great. Like and that. mm-hmm. the Lions are at 32. They they very well could take one there. I don't think they're taking one at two. 32 is interesting. I don't have them taking it, but like, I, I think that you can see anybody trade into that range. I also think here. That's exactly why I have four. Sleeper sleeper team for a QB. I don't think they take one in the first round, but it, it depends on how it breaks. Sleeper team, Titans at 26. <laughs> Verbatim. So here, let's, let's, let's talk about, first of all, who's going first? Which QB's going first? And here are the odds, all right? Um, this might have changed. Hold on. Let me clarify this. Shit. My bad, guys. That's all good. 
Okay, here. Yeah, it did shift. So Malik Willis, minus 190. Kenny Pickett, plus 170. Desmond Ritter, plus 1,000. Matt Corral, plus 1,800. Sam Howell, 4,000. Um, and then everything else after that, plus 10,000. Bailey Zapp moved up. Bailey Zapp. Yeah, he's getting some buzz uh, to go day no two. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> zap, zap, day two. Um, who's going first, though? First QB selected, and then we'll talk about where they're, where these guys are going. Malik Willis. Yeah? Yeah, no doubt. Positively? I'm 100%. I'm saying Kenny Pickett. Sorry to hear that. We'll so, see. where where is Malik Willis going? Seattle. Let's start there. Seattle. Pick nine? Mm-hmm. Wow. He's athletic. He, he's... Just like Russell Wilson's athletic, I think he kind of has like same similar size. Does, Pause. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Six foot. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, Seattle got that first round pick for a reason. They're not. T- they're not. Dra- they're not trading away Russell Wilson to draft a fucking lineman. They're not. They're going after a quarterback because that's what they need. So I think Seattle is going to take Malik Willis, and Damn. at nine. Wow, that's theories too. That was looking like literally. It was looking really possible early on. I don't. I haven't seen anybody say that in over a month. Because here's the thing. But I'm. They I mean, could, I'm not saying no. You know what I mean? Like here's the thing. They don't need a wide receiver. They could get an offensive lineman, which Russell Wilson would be probably pissed about. Yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> Finally, yeah. when he leaves. Yeah, but like they don't have a quarterback. So like my thing is they gotta go get one, and they're in a rebuilding stage. Let's call it what it is. You get rid of Russell Wilson. You get rid of Bobby Wagner. You get rid of your veteran leadership on that team. You are rebuilding. And why would they, and like, when I think about it, why would they trade DK? He's 24 years old. If you can get a young quarterback that, he, that you can develop, he could be a star. You have DK Metcalf and that quarterback long term. So it's true. that's probably what Seattle's banking on. Honestly. Well, one thing the logic I, makes sense. It yeah. does. However, here's one thing I don't think you took into account. The Panthers, the Giants, and the Falcons draft before them. Three teams that need a quarterback. That's the only reason. I think that there's a I actually think there's a chance that Pickett and Willis can go back to back. I think they Or six well, here, and eight. I'll say because I think Pickett is going to you the think, Panthers. So you you do think that. I, think, I was just going to ask you guys, are the Panthers taking a QB? I think the Panthers are taking Pickett at six. And then I think Malik Willis is going to the Giants or the Falcons. Giants. That would be a crazy, I, crazy scenario. Nobody is talking about the Giants. And new when new head coaches come on board, they like their guy. I, I mean, I'm not going to say no. I I'd just think, I think he was I think he was hired to make the best of Daniel Jones and then go from there. They, they have two picks in the, in well, the top Well, if you want to make the best of Daniel Jones, put him in a box, leave him at the curb on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, <laughs> and draft Malik Willis. And then it, you wash your hands clean. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm there. Nick, what's your theory? I, I, I think Carolina moves back in the draft. I think... I'm leaning that way too, Nick. Wow, I, holy shit. Yeah, really? I, yeah, think I think they're going to... I think yep. they believe that dra- drafting Malik Willis at six is too high of a pick. Fair. It's It's... Costly. It is. Yeah, I know. I'm it's with you. because, like, if the the plethora of quarterbacks, the level of of quarterbacks this year, mediocre or good at best, right? That's that's the census here around the league. They're not going to waste a six overall pick. They might as well just collect picks, move back in the draft, go get an offensive lineman, and then go from there. And then maybe get a quarterback in the later rounds, like maybe like Sam Howell or something. Let to, me ask you though. To, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Does Matt Rule feel pressure to win? 
Can I answer both both of these questions? I, I don't think so. Let me let me echo your sentiment, Nick. I think they're going to trade. Uh, if they do stay put, I think they're getting a left tackle. And here's Man. why, okay? Well, one, there's two ways to look at this. Some teams, will, some people will tell you, you take a rookie quarterback, <laughs> it buys you time. In this case, I think Fast. given what the Panthers owner has said, I think that the only way Matt Rule is saving his job is by winning, for one. Okay, that's part one. Part two, they gave away their second and third round picks to get Sam Darnold. They have too <laughs> many. They have too many needs. So if they're not getting an elite talent at six, it's it's. I mean, honestly, this is the best case scenario. The tackles fall. Carolina doesn't have to take one at six, and they trade back to ten or eleven, and then they get their tackle. They get a second or a third in addition to that. And they can continue building the roster. And then you go in and bring in Baker Mayfield either day two or three of the draft or after the draft. And he'll cost you less if you do take him on with the contract. Mm -hmm. He'll cost you less. Maybe a conditional four. Literally that much. And a couple of swaps. So I think that's the route they're going right now. I think that they're going to wind up. I think they're... I, I said already I thought Baker was going there. I think that he's going to go there. So do you take Baker or do you take the, uh, Jimmy G? Because i got to be honest with you. I take Baker. This draft and is I think, going to dictate the future of Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G next year. I think Baker is better than every QB in this class. And I think Baker is better than Jimmy G. But I think that they're not opposed to Jimmy G either. I think they like him. I think that they think they're going to get one of those two and they're going to rebuild the roster around one of these two quarterbacks and win games this year. Because remember, they started 5-0. and Defense was awesome for the most part. They were fourth-ranked pass defense. They were. Um, and Sam Darnold looked CMC good. CMC got hurt, and that's when everything unraveled. Darnold Poor QB good, play. Um, the line hasn't been good in a long time. So I think that's where it's headed. And then this is my surprise pick. My first QB get taken is Malik Willis, and he's going in the top ten, and he's going to Atlanta. Wow who has said quietly, quietly they've said they want to upgrade the QB room. Perfect situation. Here's why. Wide receiver class is deep as fuck. They can go and get a receiver or two in the second and third round. They have picks there, okay? First pick, you get your guy, you build around him, you got the fifth-year option. Mariota is a similar type of player. Perfect guy to learn behind. You get with a QB-friendly system. He's from Atlanta. Malik Willis, he's from Atlanta. I think it's a perfect situation, really. They're not even that bad of a team. They they won, what, eight games last year? I think they're going wide receiver. But why take a receiver that early when you are rebuilding your whole roster? That's what I'm saying. It's a draft capital conversation. If the the receiving pool is, is as deep as it is right now, and I'm... I'll tell you right now. I think seven receivers are getting taken in the first round. I think that's going to be the most drafted position. That makes two of us. (laughs) Oh. Do you agree with that, Nick? What? Wide receiver gets drafted the most this round, uh, first round? It's either that or uh, D-line. Yeah. I think. I I would probably roll with wide receiver. I'm saying seven receivers, I think. Me too, because here's the thing. They weren't the second most valued valued position in the NFL for no reason. And to me, it's just 
The NFL is changing right before yeah. our eyes. The teams that's why receiver. I'm saying that Atlanta is going. I think Atlanta is going to to go wide receiver. Here's why: Calvin Ridley is suspended for the season. Who else they got? They got fucking Kyle Pitts. The fuck, see? They could get George Pickens in round two, though. And they got Possibly. Zacchaeus. I would get both of them. My my <laughs> only reason why why I'm saying this is they don't know if they could get their QB in round two, but they do know they could get them at pick eight. And I don't think Willis is going to slip much further than that. I no think way. if he's there by like 14, 15, shit's going to go bananas. I don't think he's lasting to 20 like some people are saying. He's not going to just fall on Pittsburgh's lap. I actually think Pittsburgh will trade up if he falls past 10. If he falls, I, think Pittsburgh will trade I put up. this note down. If he falls, he will be taken by the Saints. Who's and he will learn behind Jameis Winston. So here. Who's this? Malik Willis. Now let's talk about okay. where the rest of the QBs go. Let's you talk say about Kenny it. Kenny Pickett's going to the Panthers. You say I have Kenny Pickett to the Panthers. You, where do you have Willis? I have Willis to the Falcons. Falcons. A. Oh, cool. I didn't even realize that. Uh, Nick, but where do you have Pickett going? I got Pickett going to the Saints. Oh, me too. Which one? What? Uh, there's two picks. They got uh, 14, uh, 14 and 14 and 19. I got him going 19. Me too. 19. Yeah. Let's go. 19. Yeah, I think it's just I, the perfect I, spot for him. Man. It, it, it is. Feels like it. It is. And they quietly love him. That's what I've been reading. That's what I've been reading. And they they, and they, they really do picks. like him, and they might take him in the in the earlier pick. Mm-hmm. Depends on demand. Yeah, I think they could get him in nineteen, but watch out because Pittsburgh could jump him for for him. See, I think Pittsburgh's gonna get Desmond Ritter. Me too. Yeah, twenty. <laughs> yeah, and that 20. Is tri- back to that quarterback. To go that to right there. Uh, yeah, so nineteen twenty is our back to that. Yeah, yeah. I have. And, I have. Uh, oh, no, I have six eight. Where do you have Ritter going? I have Ritter going to the Titans. 26. Yeah, and I think That's, because... He will not leave the first round. I no. think he's going 26 if the Steelers don't take him at 20. Mike Vrabel and Luke Fickle were Ohio State teammates. And I think that plays into why he gets in there and he learns behind a good veteran and Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is going to be on his fourth year next year. 35 years old, and they could they could get out of his contract at no cost that, after this year. Correct, And that's what I think is going to happen, and that's where I see him landing. But I do think the reason why the Titans won't bite is, A, their top three are off the board, and then, B, they think that they could win it all this year, and they go out and they, they still will get a quarterback. You guys have Desmond Ritter to the 20 Steelers. to the Steelers, and Let he's just, exactly what they want. I'm just going to say this. A, a mobile quick... quarterback. They've said they want one. Um, a leader. A winner. Quick, quick note. That's where my prediction of Baker Mayfield after he gets cut. Pittsburgh? That would be earth-shattering news. I think Baker Mayfield goes to Pittsburgh after he gets cut because there's no way any team is going to trade for him. There's just no way. It doesn't make any sense. The only reason why I think Carolina could do it is to get a jump on everybody else, and they have the money to burn. Robbie Anderson, though. Because if I'm Baker, why would you want to go play with him? If I'm Baker, I'm going somewhere I know I'm going to start, and he's got weapons there. And then they'll draft a left tackle. I agree with that. And they have a Maybe. good defense. It's a great I mean, he would be good with CMC, but Robbie Anderson some dog shit. I gotta be nah, Robbie could play. He's a, he's a number two, though. But DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and then you get CMC healthy, plus an offensive line. Baker B.I. I'm buying in, and, and you've got a, a defense there. Baker I actually Mayfield would like that a lot. Will not be a starter next year. Whew. Just won't be a starter. I hate to say it. Hey, hey, look, the circumstances just don't favor him at the moment. They don't. Man. No, I'm not they even really disagreeing with really, him. It really and all depends really on this. Shame, it does. Man. It's actually fucked up the way he got treated. 
But th this, like I said, the circumstances don't favor him. This draft is going to dictate if Baker Mayfield and Jimmy, and Jimmy G is... is going to be a starter next year. Because if these young te if, if these teams that need a quarterback fuck around and take a quarterback, they're not bringing in Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G. No way. Well, they're not. If Baker's not a starter, I guarantee you Jimmy G won't be one either. But the key is going to be day two. If day two, Carolina is able to snag a quarterback uh, with a pick potentially from, you know, trading in, trading future picks. And mind you, you could start trading 2025 picks as soon as the draft opens tomorrow. So you have future years now you could dip into. you got 2023 through 2025. You can start dealing them. And I'm assuming they're going to want to get back in. Mm -hmm. um, Me too. If they do get one, yeah, it's, it's fucked. Those two are not starting this year. But I do think the most cost-effective way to go about it for building their roster is to get one of those two. Um, all right, so you got Ritter, 20. Mike's got Ritter, 26. Where do you guys got Matt Corral going? He's getting some buzz, and they're saying... I mean, there's people saying Corral and Howell are both... Some teams think they're possible top 10. Some don't even think they're first round. It's total split there. I have Corral going to the Lions behind Goff. At 32? Yep. And you get the fifth-year option. That was that was my second choice. I changed my mind. What you got, Nick? I, I have Corral going to the Lions as well. But here's – it's theories, baby. Oh, let's here's, go. Here's the theory. I think the Lions are going to look at the draft board at pick 32. And you know how teams love to sneak in the back end of the first round. I think the Lions are going to trade out of that pick, and they're going to stack up picks, second-round picks, maybe possibly a next year's first, depending on, you know, a team that's hungry for that pick. I think they're going to trade out of that pick, and I think they're going to take Corral in the, in the second round. And I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna you know accrue draft capital that way, and I think that would be really smart, especially if they keep the second round pick. I mean the second overall pick. Um, I, I I just see them taking the best player available there, and then I see them getting a quarterback later in the draft. Damn, I got Corral going forty to the Seahawks, and I think that's exactly the type of player they're looking for. Um, and that's just a value thing. He falls. It's the eighth pick of the second round. Um, I got Sam Howell. I got him going 66 to the Lions, but I think he's going to probably go second round now, actually. The more I'm hearing. Um, that's 66 overall. Where you guys got Howell going? I have him going in the second round to the Colts. Colts. So watch the Colts. <laughs> I actually have them falling short, not going to QB. But watch the Colts. Watch the Panthers. Uh, I think they come up empty. I got Carson Strong going third round, pick 90 to the Titans. That's who I got going there. Mm -hmm. A guy who pre-injury looked like he might be pretty solid. I guess, you know, low cost. They still don't interfere with competing, <clears throat> taking him third round. Mm -hmm. Where you guys got him? You got him? I got him going to Atlanta. Atlanta? Carson Strong? I have him going to the Buccaneers. I think Buccaneers. I, I, wow. I just think Atlanta. And Trask? I think Atlanta. I actually forgot about total, Trask. Trask is probably better than demolition. every QB in this. Forgot about that. That's a good thing. Atlanta's a, Atlanta's a demolition. They're, they're literally taking this year off. They're going to give Mariota a chance. If he's the guy, cool. They, do they really believe in Marcus Mariota being their long-term future? Probably, Probably not. not. He's a bridge quarterback. I think they're going to really stink this year, um, and I think next year they're going to get it, they're going to get their guy. All right. So there it is for the quarterbacks and guys. We're going to roll through this. These are just some some prop bet questions, and then we got to get to the Eagles, and we're closing out with that. Okay. So uh, position most drafted. All three of us said wide receiver. Yep. So there you go. Um, more total first rounders. 
offense or defense. Offense is 16 and a half over under defense is 15 and a half. Or you could say push. I'm going to uh, say more offensive players. So I, that's a uh, Yeah, I guess that'll wind up being an over. I'm 17 over 2. Offensive players. <sighs> See, I I, I Fuck it. Give me offense. Yeah. Because the league, the league is shifting. But I, I feel like you should want to build your defense so you can stop these fucking powerful offenses. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's, there's, like, some, there's some top-tier defensive guys here, too. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll talk about a few of them. Ah, fuck you guys. I'm going defense. Go I'm going to be different. Go ahead. There you go. <laughs> defense. I'm going to be wrong. I don't care, but I got to go against you guys. Regular. So you're taking the over on defense, so that'll mean 17 defensive yeah. players. Yeah. Uh, which school will have the most picks? I'm saying Georgia. Most first-rounders. I'm saying Georgia. Alabama, Georgia? Alabama. It's got to be one of those two. Alabama, baby. Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm saying. I mean, yeah, Georgia. look, don't, don't sleep on Ohio State either. They always find a way. True. Uh, how many trades are you thinking in the first round? And this is like just overall, this could include the players we're about to talk about in a second. I'm saying three right now. I'm going to say three trades, maybe four. I'm going to say three, though. I will say two trades, but I really think it depends on the six through nine picks. That's going to change. What it. happens with those quarterbacks and who the Panthers and them select is, I think, is where it, it's going. And then to the QBs start. possibly at the end of the first round, yep. trying to get that fifth-year option. If you love them enough, you go and do it. Yep, that's what you do. That's that's What's negotiation one hundred uh, one. One two for and trades. Half? I couldn't even find that. It might have been two and a half. Oh well, this is easy. I I would take the over. But I know the Patriots yeah. are trading. Yeah, the fucking I'm first not, round. I'm not positive though. I couldn't find it anywhere. I, I wasn't even posted. They need a quarterback. Uh, oh. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. Save that shit. <laughs> if Matt Jones was in his draft, he'd, he'd be drafted number one overall. Bro. He would. He would. Let's stop the cap um, here. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a crazy shit. All right. Um, I'm going to name six NFL players right now, current players, and you're going to tell me if they get traded during any day of the draft. All right? You got Baker Mayfield? No. I'm no. saying probably not. If he does, it's day three. Okay? So probably not. <clears throat> Jimmy G. No. No. Debo. Debo Samuel. Yeah. Where? He's going to the Jets. If he does go, I'm saying Jets. I'm saying no, though. I'm saying no, but if he does, he's if going he does, Jets. It is the Jets. 10th pick and a bunch of other shit. Yep. That's that's, that's where the, I was. They'll give the same, the same package they offered for Tyreek Hill, maybe even a little more. Probably and, more and, and if I'm the Jets, I'm probably not doing that. I'm not as doing it either. Crazy not, as it sounds. Not now. I'll do it uh, after the draft. Because if you can get a guy like Jameson Williams, like, why not, bro? Like, bro, not for nothing. Elijah Moore looked Elijah right last Moore year. Elijah Moore would be explosive. And if you if you believe in your quarterback Zach Wilson, there it you is. You got a squad, bro. There it is. Like you got a, a nice future. You know, you're, you're rounding up your team. You got David fucking Porter. Yeah, I mean, there is some talks about uh, Becton being moved. Um, That'll be interesting. Which is kind of because he's talented, he's but he seems like talented. kind of a headache. They're saying if uh, Thibodeau slides too, the Eagles could trade up and get him. We'll see. I don't know if he slides that far. Though. I think he's going to seven, and I think he's going to the Giants. Yeah, I think he's definitely a top ten guy still. But I've seen I've seen that too, Mike. Um, all right, AJ Brown. I'm saying no. I think he re-ups with the Titans. Really? No, I'll fuck with you. Come I would, on. I'll be happy. No, don't do that shit. I want him to go to the Eagles. <laughs> so teaser. Bad. Pause. Teaser and a pleaser. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> the teaser and the pleaser. <laughs> that might be the title. <laughs> all right. All right. Nick. AJ Brown. He getting traded? He's staying put. 
Let's stop the cap. DK Metcalf, I say he's staying. 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 And then Darren Waller, who just out of nowhere, no. they're talking to the Packers, maybe? No. Nah. It makes Supreme sense. Cap. I don't think it happens, but no. it actually makes some sense. Supreme cap. It does make some sense for both sides. He's 30 years yeah. old. Running into yeah, injuries. But, but the division. That division, yeah. The Raiders, man. the Raiders should hold them for at least another year. And they got a squad. Fuck, dude, they're they're <laughs> fucking, they're gonna be tough. Watch don't out win the division, yeah. Watch out, All right. Raiders. You, you're laughing now, but watch. And I'm gonna move us on, and this is how we close out. Okay, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, draft predictions. What should they do? What will they do? And I can include trading up, trading down. And this is how we're ending our show, okay? I promise you a quickie. Whoa. Hey. You should see what he's text texting me right now. I don't, I don't know what's going on. <sighs> he's a freak. Y'all have, have your phones? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Eagles, what should they do versus what will they do? They got picks 15 and 18 <clears throat> and a whole lot more after that. All right. Do you want me to start? Because I kind of feel like I want to. Blay. Blay. Bless you. Thank you. That's Philly Philly. He's 30. He's already getting sick. Christ. Old as shit. <laughs> all right. Start us all off. Right, all right. All right. Disclaimer. I think that the Jameson, Jameson Williams stuff is true. I think that they do want him. I do think that he's going earlier, though. Anyone that says he's sticking around for 15... No way. They'd have to trade up to get him. Here's the other guy I think they covet. Jordan Davis. Who actually could be a sleeper for top 10. And I do think they'll attempt to trade up for him. Because I think Baltimore would take him. At 14. Right before us. And I think he changes the complexion of the defense. Because he is probably the best run stopper in this draft. And he's your Fletcher Cox replacement. This team loves winning in the trenches. So... I'm going to say this for now. I'm going to say that they don't trade up, but just watch out for it. And if they do trade up, it's going to be if Sauce Gardner somehow falls out of the top 10. I doubt it. Okay. And it's going to be if Jordan Davis is there and they get worried about the Ravens. They're not going to trade up for Jamison Williams. But someone, I think, in that 11 to 15 range, 11 to 14 range is going to take him. Okay. So Jordan Davis to the Eagles at 15. And then at 18, since they will miss out on Williams... I would love to see this. I don't feel super confident about it because I'm not hearing anything about it. Traylon Burks. I've been saying his name on this show. I think that Howie, finally, by the way, I think he's gravitating towards the SEC players. Finally. The last couple of drafts, you're seeing it. SEC guys, that's how you win. Mm -hmm. Get the best fucking players who play against the best competition. It don't matter if they're backups. They're all good. They're all good. Traylon Burks was a stud. Runs okay. the whole route tree, 6-3, runs a 4-4. Four, four, Agreed. Plays in any spot in the formation. He can line up outside, inside. He's a perfect complement for Devontae Smith. And boom, Jalen Hurts, you'd be a happy man. That's a guy that I'm throwing the ball to, and he's going to be an instant impact player. But I think that he's going to wind up probably like on the Packers or something. I also think that the Chiefs might trade up for Jameson Williams. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking 15, Jordan Davis, 18. You get Traylon Burks, and that's a hell of a draft. I'd be very happy. 
I'd give both picks an A. So for me, <clears throat> what they should do is they should trade 15 for A.J. Brown. And if they need to throw in a second or a third, they should do that. Because that is what you need to do to support your young quarterback. The same way the Cowboys did it for Amari Cooper. That is just how I believe you have a surefire guy that you know can play. So that's what they should do. I what will they do? I think they're going to get Jamison Williams. At 15? Yes. I mean, I can see it. I just think the I only think team. I think that there's some teams that really believe he's the best receiver in the draft. Yeah. And it's going to be a demand thing. That's why yeah. I think he's going early. Um, I he think could be a game him. changer. If he's healthy, he's a game changer. And then 18, I would love for them to get N'Kobe Dean. Oh, man. Dude, you do, do you think they will actually get him, though? I think that if he's there, they will take him. I, here's the thing. I actually think if he's... I don't, I don't, it's hard though because 15 and 18, they're so damn close. And it's like, okay, well, if you take N'Kobe Dean at 15, here's the thing if Jamison Williams is there at 15, they're not skipping him. I, at least I don't think so. But it would depend. If Davis is there with him, yeah. then I think they take Davis. But N'Kobe, game changer. N'Kobe Dean for me could, he can tackle, rush, and cover. I, I just, I, <laughs> he's what we need on defense. I, I mean, I just have zero confidence they're taking a linebacker in the first round. Me too. Absolutely I, I, zero. I would love to see it. Yeah. I just don't I don't think it'll happen. I think they're finally going to break the curve, break the streak. Wow. That would be something, Mike. I mean, they desperately need secondary help. I, awesome. I, don't, I think that they'll probably wind up going secondary help in the second and maybe linebacker in the third. We have, what, two seconds and, two, and one third or two, uh, one second and two thirds? Because we got, we got, I think we have one second and two thirds because we got the third from New Orleans. Nolens. I think so. It's a great place. And by the way, I really like Devin Lloyd, too. I actually think I like him more than N'Kobe Dean. But Shit. I don't think they're taking either of them. I'm just the N'Kobe Dean I think Dean they're, they're both going to be very good, I think. I love him. I've, I've, I've loved him the whole time. If they get Jamison Williams and N'Kobe Dean or A.J. Brown and N'Kobe Dean, you think if we offered 15 for A.J. Brown, the Titans would say yeah? It would get them thinking. I, I think if I'm the Eagles, though... I'm giving up 18 for one of one of, one of the contract year receivers. I'm not giving up 15 because I think that there there really could be some value there. Um, okay. But I I don't think the Titans are moving them. I don't I don't I Neither just don't do I. believe I'm it. Just saying. I don't think that they'll do it. Not for 15. A top 10 pick might get them thinking. Yo, Howie's gonna fuck up one of the picks tomorrow. He fucks around and drafts a Jalen Rieger or a JJ Arcega Whiteside, like one of those dudes out of nowhere that I have never heard of. I'm gonna lose my mind. That's a question in itself. Can he trade Rieger tomorrow? Probably not tomorrow. Maybe later in the draft. Shit. <laughs> Just take what you can for him. I mean, it, really, I, I see. I see Pause. what you're saying, Godfarv. You could really, like, you have to try hard to fuck this draft up. I feel like it's pretty clear-cut <laughs> for the Eagles. I, I feel like their path here is pretty clear-cut. Um, and I feel certain they're taking a first-round receiver, regardless of when. So, um, I think that's a lock. Nick I'm, Theories, I th what are you I, thinking? I think the Eagles are taking Drake London. They need a big, a big <laughs> tall receiver. What are you laughing at, bro? Drake. Six foot four. You need a big guy. You already drafted a smaller receiver last year in Devontae Smith. You pair him up with a big body receiver. That's what you got to do. And his butt is so big. I don't think he's going to be there. Disc. If he's not there, then they're going to take Chris Olave from Ohio, I could see the that. Ohio State. I could see yeah, that. That kid's a beast. He's a beast. And I think with the 18th pick, I think the Eagles are going to address the back end of their defense, and I think they're going to take Kyle Hamilton. If he doesn't go to 
number 12 with the Vikings because Harrison Smith is getting up there in age. So they could look to replace him. But I think God the Vikings. Damn, if he falls that far, but I think, that'd be crazy. I think the Vikings are taking Jordan Davis. So I, I think the Eagles are going to go London, <laughs> London and Hamilton. I think that'd be a great draft. Hell yeah, it would be. I think it would be a fucking home it run. It would be. I don't. I, These songs sound like Drake featuring Drake. I don't know, man. We're gonna see how it turns out, though. Um, I guess I would be happy with like Trent McDuffie at eighteen, maybe, or like Andrew Booth. I like him a lot. Uh, you can't really go wrong. I feel like it's pretty clear cut. It's hard to fuck this up, but. They could find a way. Oh, we as will always, find a way. As always. I think it's pretty easy to fuck up the draft because it not, not, you don't know what the fuck these players are going to do when, when they get to the NFL. Like, wow. And you don't know you don't who's going to get traded and uh, what trades happen in the draft, who gets taken before you. Like, But my thing is this. Like, all right, you meet with the player, right? You do your due diligence. You meet with him. He could fucking cap right in front of your face, and you think he's a good dude. King cap. You got to find somebody who has good character, who's passionate about football, who wants to win, and will and is willing to do anything he can for the football team. That's who the fuck you got to draft. So it is definitely... <laughs> it, it is definitely easy to fuck this draft up because when... It, it is when you're Howie Roseman. Well, I, yeah. I just think in general, bro, because like when you get that much money as a young fucking kid, think about it. You guys are 18, 19, 20 years old, 21 years old, 21 years old, right? Getting drafted to the NFL... Making fucking three million dollars, bro. You're gonna be a different cat. Shit. Well, you better get out. your evaluation. You're gonna right. wild out, right? At 21 years old, I was wilding out with fucking couple hundred dollars in my fucking bank account. I know. You think I have five three million? I'm gonna go banana land. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? You know, know what I mean? So you gotta find somebody who has good character. So I think for me, I think it's really easy to fuck up drafts. Yeah, you better nail your evaluation beer, process, baby. and you better be really good at it. <laughs> well, that's kind of how. That's what it comes down to. The best front offices don't fuck this shit up. So, we'll see. Dave, ending the, the thing with the comment of the night. Smartest guy in the room, Howie Roseman. The weasel. Give him credit, though. He has been doing well recently. Fam, that's like setting a house on fire. I know, I know. And then calling the fire company but to listen, come in and put it out. I never thought he was going to take Devontae Smith. It just seemed like he finally learned his lesson. You got to take an SEC guy well, no, when they're on the board. Time tomorrow. Take the SEC players when in doubt. If you're between two, take the SEC guy. You know? Anyway, we'll see what happens. All right. Stay tuned. Otherwise, that was episode 76 of P&I, and it was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up today using the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, I hope that you checked us out on the props network at propshq.com don't forget to subscribe to us there last but not least and i'm going to say this again we are recording a box opening i love opening boxes <laughs> we got look phil go ahead show them again cards fucking galore because we are overdue paul's nick theories and i are doing that right now after the show it will not be live it's going to be recording we were in a reception and we got we got nfl we got Inflation. nba <laughs> so we got cards overload here we're ready to go you'll see that video up soon um otherwise next episode monday at 8 p.m 
We will be talking about the Nets for sure. Can't wait to take a <laughs> shit on them. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Do it again. Come on. <laughs> They're a fucking disgrace. I can't wait. They got All right. Fun. We'll talk about them. Obviously, we got NFL draft results. Maybe some crazy-ass moves. We'll see, and hopefully the Sixers have moved on by then. That's all for tonight. Thank you very much, everybody. Nick Theories, take it away. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Man, that was a fun-ass show. That was. We appreciate it. All the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. Please don't forget to like, <laughs> subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Facts. Also, follow <laughs> us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And yo, TikTok, Pals is going bananas. Pals you want to follow a us. video that literally will probably touch a million views a million. tonight. A million, a million, okay. a million. On fire. Go check us out on TikTok. Follow us, fam. You ain't going to regret it. We'll see you guys next week at P&I, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>